Hello and happy new year. I'm excited to let you know about the returning to me program that is going to be launching in January. This is an online six weeks, six week program that will be live every Tuesday evening at 6pm Pacific Standard Time. And yes, those sessions are recorded. Um, but in addition to that, there are also accountability calls every Friday at 1pm on zoom. Um, and those start on the first Friday that the course begins. That's a chance for you to come with any questions, have some accountability, and also to celebrate wins with the group. So there's more information about this program if you're interested in setting up routines for your, your self-care, setting goals that matter to you, and also just discovering what your personal alignment truly feels like. It makes life a whole lot easier when we know how to get back to our center and what I call our alignment. And it's a game changer. So we would love to have you join us in the program. There's only a limited number of spaces. So go to lauramcleod.ca slash program to get all of the details and to secure your spot. Enjoy today's episode. This is such a great episode. I love talking to women who are powerful in their finances and are on a mission to help other women and people become more empowered with their money as a tool. Uh, Danica Dutt is a wealth advisor and she's also president of Kelowna Women in Business. But more importantly, she's just a generous spirit who loves helping people feel empowered around their finances. And she helps fill in those gaps for things that we may not understand. And as the expert, that's what she's there for. So there is no um, stupid questions. And um, that's just such a great reminder for so many of us, especially I say uh, that's not one of my areas of strength. So I really appreciate her knowledge. I, uh, I know you're going to enjoy this conversation and dig in. So here we go. Hello, and welcome to the returning to me, Danica Dutt. I'm happy to have you here today. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it. I'm excited for this conversation and um, I'm going to just let the listeners know a little bit about you first. You are a wealth advisor for Benawolf. You are president of Kelowna Women in Business and you help people become money confident and teach them how to simplify and organize their financial house so that they can get back to living the life that they have been working hard to create. I love that. You're also a mom. Yeah. Remind me how many kids you got two kids. Am I right? Two kids, yeah. 16 year old son and 14 year old daughter. Yeah. So teenage, we're in, we're both in the teenage years, which is interesting. Yeah. Um, I'm curious. So outside of these things that I've described, who are you, Danica? How would you describe yourselves without those hats on? Right. Yeah. So uh, some things that people may not know about me is um I love to hike and kayak. I'm actually the happiest in a 
secluded, like no Wi-Fi, no internet, no cell phone service mountain um, in my plaid and, uh, you know, tights and my hiking boots, kayaking with my daughter and my son, um, fishing, you know, doing all those things. So Sounds amazing. Squatting, you know, so the, the blazer is replaced by the plaid. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, that's really something we love. And my husband and I, we do a lot of motorcycling. So mm. we've been through up in the States and um, that's a huge love of ours. So that's something people wow. may not know uh, about me. And such a great way to to explore as well. And I love the contrast between your work life. I'm sure it feels very connected and you're kind of on all the time. So to have hobbies where you can completely turn mm-hmm. everything off, quiet that noise and just be with your family in nature. It sounds like such a nice balance. Yeah. Or you can be by yourself in nature. That's good too. Yeah, I find it's a huge piece of my well-being is getting into the trees for sure. Mm-hmm. And sometimes if we don't step away, you don't even realize how plugged in we are at all times. And for you, I'm sure sometimes it can feel like 24 hours a day, like maybe not through the middle of the night, but you're you're really um, kind of tapped into your clients and to what's happening with the markets and things like that. So um, it's so healthy to, to get away from that, I imagine. Yeah. Um, you're handle on Instagram is mom wife money tell us the story behind that yeah and so it's a it's an interesting story how that came about um I was approached by Daniel Boussier who owns Benoit Strategies in 2021 I had I was self-employed I was known for the family advisor in the Okanagan and um, he approached me and, and asked me to come on to Benoit Strategies, which was a big decision. So everyone out there, I went from self-employed to employed, uh, mm. which maybe isn't a conversation that happens a lot. Usually it's the, the opposite. Uh, very entrepreneurial, though. Uh, mm. Anyways, I walked into the office and very forward thinking office. We talk about when women work their best and when they can work in their full energy. This is a firm that has really provided that environment. And I walked in and Daniel said, okay, I know what we're gonna call you, right? Because my Instagram was just Danica Dutt, right? He says, (laughs) your new handle is mom, wife, money, because you're gonna be a mom, first a wife and then an advisor and I had never heard such a thing in the financial industry because traditionally you are a robot you're there to produce Mm. Um, you leave everything behind at the door you do not bring it into work and so um, I just felt this wow I'm supposed to be here very smart man because he Mm -hmm. realized when I fulfilled all of my I'm a very so when you say what do people not, not know about me um, I think I was born to serve. So when I fulfill mm. that part of being a hundred percent, the mom I want to be and the wife I want to be, then I'm mm-hmm. at my best as an advisor. It actually fills my tank. So not everyone has this, but, but it actually, if we look, I also did a mentorship program where I thought there was advisor Danica and mom and wife Danica, and they were two separate people. 
um, she made me draw out, it's actually a continuum circle. And for me, um, as I fill my cup as a mom and a wife, it actually, you know, fills up myself mm -hmm. as a advisor. And, you know, that's really where my career launched was finding a place that gave me energy, you know, in my other parts of life for my mm. career. So that's where mom, wife, money came from. I um, love that. Yeah, actually, I just come back from a retreat um, with one of the uh, sharks, and they had talked about if they could do it again, they would make themselves father, husband first, and not business. Wow. So, uh, anyways, that's the inspiration. Yes, I, I I love I love how progressive that is, and just mm -hmm. acknowledging um, that when we come to work, it is all of us. There is no leaving our kids or turning our cell phone off or. That is a luxury that many, many women don't have. Um, it makes me think of when I started at the fire department like 20 years ago, the fire chief at that time had six kids. And on the day that I started, he sat down. I was a single mom at that time with two young boys. And before he started any of the training, he said, I just want you to know that I understand what it's like to be a parent. Anytime you need to go do anything for your kids, go do it. You don't even need to ask me. I'm going to trust that you will make up the time when you make up the wow. time. But family comes first, <clears throat> excuse me, especially as a single parent. And I literally almost fell to a a, pile, a puddle on the floor and, and wept mm -hmm. like tears of relief and joy because the pressure sometimes is so intense to keep that part of your life separate when really it's never separate, but that can really wear on you. Um, and especially if you feel like it's going to have an impact on your job or your reviews or whatever the case is. So I, I love that more and more employers are recognizing this and, and seeing women and men as a whole picture rather than just parceling them out. Yeah. Um, and Kirsten Siggins, she's from Institute of Curiosity. She uh, gave a talk uh, that I attended with Kelowna Women Business, and she talked about when is there burnout? Well, burnout happens when you're in friction with your values. And she really opens my eyes, wow. right? Because that's exactly when burnout always happened. It was when I was in friction to doing what I actually valued in life and I wasn't doing it ever or mm. at all. And um, yeah, so I think employers are finding that they actually make more money and save a lot of money if the men or women um, mm -hmm. are not in friction with what they actually value because they become healthier, their mental health is better, and they actually produce more. So yeah, the loyalty yeah. goes way up because all of a sudden it's it's a give and take, right? And mm -hmm. and hopefully we're all realizing that and nobody's taking advantage of anybody on either side. And it can work really well for, for everybody. Yeah, um, that's beautiful. So you and I have spoken a little, about, a little bit about this. And it, it's um, I really want to talk about the financial part of what you do and how you empower people. Um, there's phrases like girl math and stereotypes maybe that <laughs> females aren't as good with their money as men are. And... I do talk to a lot of women who do not feel like they are in control of their finances. They've either had that taken away from them or they've given that job to somebody else. 
And then sometimes we find ourselves in a place where we feel really disempowered and confused mm -hmm. and not empowered by finances. So I'm curious, how did we get here to this? And do you see that changing in the work that you're doing? I know you're, you're purposely helping yeah. educate people and empower them, but have yes. you seen a shift where more and more women are becoming financially literate For and sure. in control of their finances? Yeah. So I love that you asked the question in, in this way, because I really feel like it's my walk on this earth. So thank you. And I, and I think this is a big question because we're dealing with hundreds of years of history, right? Mm -hmm. um, and it wasn't actually that long ago that a woman business owner had to bring her husband into the bank to sign for a loan. So That's if so we true. look at historically where we're at, yes, we have come so far. This is true. But, you know, I believe that was in the 1950s or 60s where a woman still had to do that. Um, mm -hmm. And there's a beautiful story, actually, from um, the, the person that started Companies Coming of how she couldn't get a business loan and, and had to start off with a cafe and, you know, step by step by step. Um, and so I think we are dealing with time. But what, mm -hmm. I, what, I, what I do know is that as women move forward, so, you know, money is a big thing and, and, and two things. I think it's 70% of women do end up alone, okay? Whether that be through separation, divorce, or widowed, okay? So it is interesting that we were never, um, and I think this is just like um, stereotypically thinking, thinking women were not steered into finance, okay? But it's actually contradictory because 70% of us find ourselves alone for whatever reason and completely in charge of the finances because it's only us, right? So the importance of it is so large. Um, you know, and, and money is how we eat and where we live and what we do for fun and how we take care of our family. Mm. And so, and we tend to be stereotypically the caregivers of parents and siblings and maybe mm -hmm. children or whatever it may be. And so, uh, you know, we want options and we want choices. So I think as women have gained more um, rights and freedoms and yeah, true. rights that we are thirsty for that knowledge in, in how we take care of ourselves and we are actively seeking it. And mm. you know, there is the saying, I do believe educate a woman, educate an entire generation, right? And once we receive those um, tidbits and that knowledge and we are empowered, I believe knowledge is confidence. And, and that's why mm -hmm. I say help people to make be money confident. And we talked about this, Laura, in a coffee that, that we've had before. Um, but typically women lack confidence in different areas until they know everything. Now I am going to speak really generally and if, if I have permission to do that, right? Because mm -hmm. um, you know, I do live in high feminine energy. So I'm and speaking generally, but generally, um, until we know all of the things, we won't move forward uh you know whereas some other people will just have two or three of the things and think you know i'm an expert 
um, at this. So I, I think it's really, really important that women um, are educated, that, you know, I like to be approachable because there is no stupid question. Mm -hmm. There is no stupid question when it comes to your money. And once you learn the fundamentals, you are empowered with so many options in mm. your life. And that means not staying in environments you don't want to be in. And that can be in relationship. That can be in jobs, right? So mm -hmm. how many fear tactics can be used in relationships or employment where, you know, a woman knows she's worth more, her life is worth more living. Um, but there's these scare tactics used in finance, right? That mm -hmm stops her but when she gains confidence in just the fundamentals even the beginning and basics and she says to herself I got this then the confident um the confidence you know allows her to step out into everything that she wants and have options in life yeah. does that kind of answer the question um, yes it totally does and I'm I love yeah. the way you explain that you are actually giving me shivers at certain points mm -hmm. because it's so powerful and it's important it also makes me wonder and I'm curious on this I, sometimes I feel like some of some brains are wired to understand finances and money and other brains maybe are wired to do other things and finances and brain isn't necessarily wired for that so the reason I ask I have tried to educate myself financially and I, I will like actively read books and try and bring myself up to speed. I can understand it on paper mm -hmm. and then it's poof gone. Like it's almost like my brain doesn't think that way. I'm more, I can talk all day and I may mm -hmm. be more on the artistic emotional side. Do you find that some brains just do better with finances than others? So I, I'm really glad you brought this up too, because this is something I'm passionate about. I think that can be said for all different kinds of topics, subjects, skill sets, things like that. Okay. So maybe mm -hmm. bookkeeping, accounting, or like you say, more creative. So that would be maybe like my interior space or my ability. You want to talk to my marketing director about my ability to create a beautiful slide presentation? Not there. <laughs> No. Laura, I could read every book there is and go into Canva and have all of the tools in the toolbox. Yes. But, you know, for whatever reason, my skill set is not in yeah. beautifully organized, created presentations visually. Okay. Mm -hmm. I do love to use my body and my voice uh, to present. But so I'm glad you said that. I think another thing is that we have to let go that we should know everything and we should go to experts in the field. Okay, so I'll use myself as an example. I think it's 100% okay that you feel that, you know, although you're educating yourself, which is, an, I applaud you for that, that putting it into practice is hard. Well, then I would say that I go to an accountant for my taxes. Mm -hmm. I actually go to a life coach for my self development because that is when I do the work. Up that level, is when yes. I do the homework. I go to a counselor, you know, for mental health. Um, I go to um, a personal trainer for exercise. I will not push myself to the point of pain. I will. I just I just won't. So I think we should all just uh, make the agreement. It's okay 
to mm. go to an expert to help you in these different areas of life. I would never self-diagnose myself for a serious illness. I go to a doctor, <laughs> right? So I, I would say women um, go to a wealth advisor, go to a financial mm -hmm advisor because we need to know these things we do end up in charge yeah. of the money women are making 87 percent of the decisions here's a fun fact too our financial plan is different so we need to save 12 percent of our paycheck because of all the times we're taking away from employment mm. whether that be to care for our aging parents whether that be to care for children, whatever that may be, our financial plan is even unique and not necessarily from the textbook because right. we earn wealth in different ways. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to say, you know, the Benna Wealth is a believer. The largest wealth is probably through real estate and business ownership for women, right? That means the cash flow plan is different. It's not your traditional salary T4 because there is still a salary gap between mm -hmm. men and women. And then let's throw in, if you are a woman from the BIPOC community, there's an even mm -hmm. larger, right? So we, you know, the financial plan isn't actually quite from the textbook. You need to work with an expert who yeah. knows the uniqueness of the plan that a woman does need. And, you know, it, it is saying out there, like there's the biggest wealth transfer in history happening. And it is predominantly women we're going to be inheriting this large amount of wealth and we better know what we're going to do with it. Right. Wow. So yeah, yeah, That's I would say let's just agree to not know all the things I'm going to go to accountants and personal yes. trainers, and counselors and life coaches. Um, and we don't have to have it all on our shoulders to do. And we also don't need to feel less than because we don't take a personal interest in that. So I think that's really important how you explain that. And of course, it, when you do, it makes total sense to me. And it's like, why did I think I had to have all the answers yeah. and, and know all the ins and outs of it? To me, it sometimes feels like the system is purposely complicated <laughs> just to confuse people. It can really feel like that sometimes. Sure. But you also talk about you have four easy steps to start growing your money now. And I love that you kind of break it down and, and make it simple. So I'm just going to walk us uh, through your four steps. Yeah. Number one, take an inventory of where your finances are today. And I can say personally, this is one that's a roadblock for a lot of us because we don't even want to go there. We don't want to look at it. We're already intimidated. We maybe already think, oh, it's not going to show what I want it to show. But it's important to take that inventory. Number two, with any extra cash flow, pay yourself first. Number three, if you're sitting on cash, take advantage of the high interest savings account available to grow your money. And number four, review and make sure your risk tolerance is accurate. Um, so when you explain it like this, it just, yeah, it's more bite-sized and uh, seems more doable. I'm going to come and see you this week because I I do need some advice. And I, I love that you're somebody that I can trust. And that's just not always the way it feels. So thank you, thank you. for doing that, that for us. Yeah. Thank you. That's such kind words. And it's and, the truth. <laughs> for. Thank you so much. It's the absolute truth. And um, another thing, like we've kind of connected through, you are the president of Kelowna Women in Business, and I have brought the Made to Grow project out to Kelowna, and I'm a member of Quib as well. I love that we're kind of crossing over and getting to attend some of the same events. And 
figure out ways that we can kind of just help each other's missions in terms of supporting women. Community and connection, I think, are two that we agree on are absolutely critical. And it really, you can't replace that. No. Tell us, tell us with Kelowna Women in Business, just the things um, that you're doing and how you support women in finding those connection and that sense of community. Yeah, and I, I actually just came across um, a Instagram reel about how connecting with women um, actually allows you to live longer and be more mm. successful. And that I mean, that is how important it is. So I love that you brought me to grow to grow here in Kelowna. Mm. But um, it was actually my boss, Daniel, that I never knew about Kelowna Women in Business. And he also said, you have to join Kelowna Women in Business. Um, I was one year a member before I absolutely fell in love and became president because of what I received from that community. Um, and so what I think we've talked a lot about is mentorship and made to grow has that peer-to-peer -peer mentorship right and so for me to be in a room of people that I could just there was no stupid question and I could be a hundred percent vulnerable and I think we've talked to you about that I've had had superb men, male mentors amazing but there was something different for me about being able to just sit with another woman and tell it like it really mm -hmm. really was without fear of looking weak or stupid or you know and just some I think what it was was similar experiences right and then what do I do with this um mm -hmm. and I just learned so much in that one year of who I was and what my strengths were and how do I show up in the world? And really the answer was a hundred percent myself and <laughs> <laughs> um, that I fell in love with it. And then I wanted to make it, you know, my purpose be involved in that mission and that vision. Cause we're most equipped to help the people we were used, we used to be. Mm -hmm. And um, so then I just came really passionate that I wanted to join, you know, the 12 directors and bring that feeling of empowerment and confidence and elevation to, you know, a community of women. I just, I had to be a part of it. So I, I, I think these communities like Made to Grow and Kelowna Women in Business, and we have Chic out there and VIP Boss Babes and, uh, you know, all these incredible places. I think that they're instrumental in, in mm -hmm. helping women to grow into all that they were created to be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it takes all of us. And I love that we're all seeing each other at each other's events and you know one organization might specialize in one area and then the other organization has something else that they offer i recently saw you in the fashion show at Kelowna dress for success which is another mm -hmm. amazing amazing organization here i think they go right across the country but helping to support women coming out of difficult circumstances and helping them with you know basics to find a job and be dressed in order to go and get a job so that they can support their families again. And I saw you as a model in there. It looked like you were having so much fun, but the feeling in that room was so beautiful and empowering 
and it's it just makes you want to be a part of it more. Yeah, I am a huge supporter of Dress for Success. I think that um, I can really relate to their mission and envision, um, you know, 10 years ago when I was that woman restarting mm -hmm. life and taking that step outside the door. And I think we talked about it, Laura, my blazer was everything. You know, mm -hmm. I went from a career in healthcare where, you know, I was wearing, you know, either scrubs or more exercise clothes, um, living my passion, which has always been to take care of people. But, you know, making what that were you doing in healthcare? I don't think I know this story. Right. Yeah. So I was a human service worker and oh, I right. supported okay. people with developmental disabilities. That's why I love Chris mm. adaptive, adaptive mobility right. so much. Yes. I was with them a lot. Um, but in that point of my life, 10 years ago, I stepped out of that career into finance, also stepped out of a marriage, right, mm -hmm. um, into single mom. And so dress for success, I think I watch, I volunteered in the boutique and you watch women come in and they're a little bit hunched over and mm -hmm. they're a little bit looking down and, you know, they're not really confident. You put on the designer labels they have in there and the most beautiful dresses and clothes and blazers and pants. All donated. Yes. And you watch that woman come out of that change room and look in the mirror. And before your eyes, you can see the, the transformation and, and the confidence for mm. that new career or that job interview. Um, just, just take space. And so their work is so important because I know for a fact um, you can't, I cannot show up to that career or job or presentation without the costume of who that is that mm -hmm. I want to be. So yes. they're changing lives there. And, and sometimes it's the first time that woman has felt beautiful or been told they are beautiful in a really long time. And so, so their work <clears throat> is so great. So uh, Kelowna Women Business and Dress for Success partner up a lot to help each other. We BC is another mm -hmm. organization that is doing incredible work um, in the Okanagan for women yeah. and, you know, and giving them access to business loans and mentorship and business training. And amazing. That's so yeah. important. And there's so many people I bet that don't know about these organizations. So I just, I'm glad we're having this conversation and we just need to get the word out more that there are resources mm -hmm. out there and communities where yeah. women can find support, no matter what industry they're and in. We, we is a huge one. I think it's a hidden gem. Um, if you're a woman who's intimidated into asking the questions of how do you find funding for your business or how do you start it up? Or once you're in it, if you need a mentor of, you know, someone that's built theirs, uh, it's a great, great resource. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Okay. I wanted to ask you uh, these days, what's really lighting you up, Danica, and pushing you out of your comfort zone? That's a big question because there's <laughs> been some huge, huge growth. Um, okay. I am really passionate and really, really diving in to the diversity, equity, and inclusion work mm. um, that is happening at Kelowna Women in Business. Shauna Harper from WeBC was really the igniter 
um, in all of this. Last year, we made a, a partnership after she attended one of our events at Kelowna Women in Business, and WBC actually ended up sponsoring 20 memberships for women who were in the BIPOC community. Mm. Um, it's been the most incredible year of my life. Wow. I've never uh, made such great connections and I've never learned so much. Um, I am thankful and blessed to have my eyes wide open and to see in so many different ways the world that I was just blind to. And it sounds mm. once I, I am shared with in such a gentle and kind manner, like a perspective I didn't see, mm. um, my eyes, like I have another lens and, mm. you know, um, and Shauna actually just recently asked me to read and our board white fragility. Mm. It's a book. So if you haven't read it, put it on your audible, uh, pick it up. And uh, one of the sentences says, we don't have to intend to exclude, to exclude. Mm. And, um, oh, it's, it's been just the most incredible experience. And I am so thankful. And um, my heart has just been open to so many amazing people. And mm -hmm. I'm just thankful for it. So um, I'm really committed to that work. Yeah. Yeah. And that I'm sure can feel like you're outside of your comfort zone, but at the same time, it sounds like you are being so open-minded yeah. and curious and just listening, which I think takes the discomfort away from, you know, being exposed to things we didn't even know. Yeah. So um, I'm a very emotional person. So the discomfort comes from, um, it's a big topic it's a heavy topic. It's very emotionally fueled. And we talk about history, like we talked about history of women. Um, and so, yeah, the, the, um, the learning and, and having to sit in some things that mm -hmm. are heavy. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's been a lot of growth and I'm just really thankful for it. It's been an incredible experience and I'm really I'm committed it's, it's baby steps and it's mm -hmm. I, I'm committed to years of, of work in the in this field some way somehow yeah mm -hmm. good mm -hmm. for you mm -hmm. I'm glad you're doing that and and helping educate us all I'm sure because it, mm -hmm. it ripples out right yeah um what are you currently reading or have recently read that you loved are you a reader I am. So um, there's the a white fragility is one, right? You just mentioned yeah, so, that that's a good I mean, one. That is mind blown. That's probably maybe the best book I have been recommended in a very long time. And I'm only in chapter three currently. Mm -hmm. um, so that's one. I also love probably I've, I talked about it actually at Nikki Sheck's, um in video and Martha Piper and Indra um, they are, so Martha Piper opened UBC Okanagan, which was not a popular decision. Uh, first woman president of UBCO Okanagan. And then Indra was the first, I think, president of the University of Alberta. Okay. So very tough leadership, uh, positions. It, the book mm -hmm. is called Nerve, the women who led first. 
they did a talk at the innovation center and they, I love blunt truth. Like I just love it. And they talked about being a woman in leadership just mm. with truth. And the book talks about that. And uh, I find it fascinating, inspiring. And I think we talked about this too. I really get a lot out of seeing the women who did it first. Um, yeah. The picture for me of, I can do this. This is how they did it. This is how they handled. And, you know, Martha talks about when everyone hated her and they wanted Okanagan College. And she said, no, we need UBCL. And she was not popular. And I think sometimes, you know, we want to be liked and we want mm -hmm. um, and recognition and uh, talking about in leadership when you need to make those tough decisions and standing firm in your beliefs and how you get through mm -hmm. that. How do you mm -hmm. see to the other side of that? So that book is fabulous. Yes. Um, Love that recommendation. Nikki Check actually just gave me uh, a book to read, um, Never Split the Difference, about negotiating. Mm. And um, I am thoroughly enjoying that too, because that's something I find I want to get better and better at is the... Mm -hmm. And women, we need to negotiate all, we're always negotiating, you know, whether it be, you know, the <laughs> price of our kids. products, contracts, salaries. Yeah. And kids, did you say negotiate with your kids? Yeah. They, they negotiate with us all the time. Yeah. So that's, that would be the other book I would say that, um, that I have loved to, to read for sure. Yeah. Thank you for those recommendations. And also just, um, great reminders of the shoulders that we stand on of women who have done great things in the past. It's very humbling and such a good reminder for us all to, there's no time to slink back into the darkness, right? Like we, we really do need to step into our power and support each other and keep moving forward using our voice. Cause like, as you say, it hasn't actually been that long since we kind of didn't really have one. Yeah, And that's, it sort of puts that into perspective. So I love those recommendations. Um, how do you wake up to the moments of everyday magic around you? Well, nature, you definitely mentioned that. There's so much magic in nature. Yeah, so I, I think gratitude. Um, I live a lot in in gratitude and, and seeing the blessing in everything. I, I do believe life happens for us. And, and not to us so um I really do look at the positive or the blessing in in everything that has happened so I mm -hmm. I am I can get a little out there in that in that I I really believe everything that is at work of um bringing us to that moment that magic um mm -hmm. in the right um yeah. I'm aware of my surroundings and what a gift they are I think I, I just think you know when I I live in West Kelowna and every day I've lived here my whole life by the way but mm. every day I drive down Bridge Hill and I see the lake I just said I live here like I yes live here it's actually been some really good friends of mine um who opened my eyes to that too I I've learned so much from just connections of it. it's not in the just business community just like coffee with the kindergarten mom or dad um that mm -hmm. opened my life and and so they you know I have heard people say like not every 
hero has a cape. Like it's been these mm-hmm. little interactions with people that were just are organic, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so for instance, this friend from Winnipeg actually stopped me. We were on a walk and said, do you know how lucky you are to be here? Mm-hmm. And I kind of, at the, I think she opened my eyes to that. It was, and she said, you can walk in this little neighborhood and pick an apple off a tree, a peach off a tree. You can go skiing or kayaking, like almost in the same day, you can grow all your food. And I looked at her and I had never, she's like, in Winnipeg, you can't do that. She said, Yeah. Especially if you grew up here, right. It's just always been what it's always been. So for you, that's normal, but it's actually not that normal. Yeah. And so it's been these little, and, and our children went to school together. And then I had a, co- you know, a play date again. And it was actually a dad who had a coffee that said, have you ever done a power morning? And I looked at him and I said, what is a power morning? And now this is going back probably 12 years ago. Uh, he, he completely changed my life. I would say that that was the start of everything for me in, in, in living the life that I was what's a power morning so yeah so a power morning is you wake up you um journal pray I mean people can use the different words so whether meditate pray so journal pray read 10 pages and then exercise Mm. and I didn't know about that um, I grew up, you start your morning when you pour a coffee and you kind of sit there, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. And I do that every single morning of every day. And um, it has been, that was a catalyst. That was before I changed my career. That was before I sought out education. That was before I had the courage to start a new life. And I really yes. think, you know, so when you see the magic of those moments, like how do you wake up to it? It's been these little tidbits of connection with people so again yes you know you talk about me to grow you talk about Kelowna women in business my life is made up a compilation of these little conversations with people here and there and you put those together and they have created you know where I am today so yeah yeah and it's it's striking I'm also a morning routine person and that's how I connect to myself something bigger than myself and just that sacred quiet time in the morning is so powerful um and I love that you're the way you describe it you're looking through a lens of gratitude at all times it seems like and that really changes everything and it changes how you move through your day having that sort of power routine um yeah, I love that. And I think people don't necessarily realize how transformative that can be. Yeah. And a big piece of that for me is letting the future pull me forward. So I do a lot of visualizing the future already Mm. as in like it's happening as present tense. I'll write, I'll write it like it's present tense Um, I had a goal before my 40th birthday to fit into a certain dress. And I actually um, did a session where um, 
Tara, she, she hypnotized me, um, hypnotic, uh, therapy. And she said, like, visualize, like, what does your body feel like in like already your future self? What does it look mm -hmm. like? What are you dressed in? And so I'll write it out. I'll live it out. Um, and I'm a big believer in that too. Like puts you in that vibration. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I do that with, um, I, I, I do that a lot. And mm -hmm. then you know, I, I envision that, you know, how do I speak? What, you know, what are my values? What do I look like? What am I wearing? What am I doing? How am I serving the community? And then I step into it. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And it's always fascinating because if, if you look to people who are doing big things in the world, and when I say big, I don't necessarily mean million, billion dollars. It does just big making, having a big impact they often have these habits in the background that we, they may not be talking about them, but it definitely is a big part of their success a lot of the time. And the more that we realize that and um, just no matter what work we do or what we're up against, it's not going to hurt you. It's going to help if anything, right? And it might transform you. Um, and so many of these things you're describing, they're free, like get a journal, just take a few minutes, get connected to something bigger than yourself that you believe in. Um, we sometimes think that, that they have to be big things in life. And, and it's actually those small, tidy things that you're talking about that are the most impactful. Yeah. That, yeah. So huge believer um, in, in that, mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, recently dived into some books and podcasts too that say how you view your past is how you expect your future also um and so that's really interesting to me too mm -hmm. is not to envision the future but how um do I tell the story of the past mm -hmm. and um that was a big big learning for me when I learned that I get to tell the story and depending on the story I give it is the emotion I feel. Mm -hmm. um, I think for many years, just even growing up in my life, I didn't think I had control over that. What I felt is what happened. Um, but learning that I get to tell the story really mm -hmm. is empowering to me. Yeah. Um, the story I told of my past, but then, you know, then it gives this future. So that's a lot of work Beautiful. I like to do too. Yeah. 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 It's very inspiring. I love mm -hmm. that. Um, I am so grateful that you were willing to talk to us today and I, I can't wait to have our next conversation. Um, can you tell us how people can get in touch with you? Where are the best places to find you? And how would somebody go about setting up an appointment with you to get started with kind of getting in touch with their finances? Perfect. Okay, so there, there's a few ways. So you could go to Mom Wife Money on Instagram and get acquainted with me. A lot of people like to see what I'm doing and what I'm about. Uh, you can also email me at Danica at Benawell.com. Uh, for Kelowna Women in Business, go to our website, quib.org. Check us out. We actually have a fireside chat coming up and um, oh, nice. it is in diversity, equity, inclusion. It's called Breaking Barriers. Uh, 
Four women are going to tell their experience of diversity, equity, and inclusion in Kelowna. The Okanagan College business students, Kylene Myra's social entrepreneurship class is actually our partner and they helped organize the event. So go to quib.org. It's on January 17th. It's a really important discussion. It's going to be vulnerable. Um, there's going to be a lot of um, great conversation that happens. Uh, so that's another way to check out what I'm up to. And uh, benawealth.com has a has a website too, if you want to check that to out. To make an appointment with you. Yeah, okay. yeah. So you'll find my link there. Um, if you email me I at danica at benawealth.com, I can send you my Calendly link and we can schedule even just a phone call first just to see what you're looking for. Amazing. That's great. And I have to come to a made to grow brunch. I've been hearing yes. about these and I think they're pretty <laughs> epic. So um, we when, have when fun. is the next brunch happening? I just put them all up on Eventbrite. So the next one is going to be February 9th in Kelowna. We'd uh -huh. love, love, love yeah. to have you there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I'll put all links to all of the resources that you just mentioned in the show notes. But Danica, thank you so, so much for coming on and for doing what you do and for being such an amazing community connector and supporter, um, not just of women, but of people in general. So we're very grateful for what you for what you do. Thank you. And thank you for all these resources you're putting out on these chats. I've loved watching the incredible guests you've had. So Appreciate you too, Laura. Merry Christmas, thank you. happy holidays, happy new year. Yes, yes. Okay, thank you. Thank you so much for listening to our show today. If you enjoyed the conversation, please rate and review and follow along. I'm so happy that you're here and I will see you next time.